Hi, welcome to Not Another Marketing Podcast, where I'm talking to Tori Gray, the founder of The Gray Dot Company. She's a highly experienced digital marketing consultant, has more than 15 years' experience in SEO. So this week, we're talking generative AI in the SEO world. Thanks for downloading. Generative AI, ChatGPT, can write content for us and write lots of it really, really quickly. So are we going to see a total binfire of spam or will AI help us write better targeted content and do our SEO work better? To answer these questions and chat lots about AI in the SEO world is Tori Gray, the founder of The Gray Dot Company. She's a highly experienced digital marketing consultant, has more than 15 years' experience in SEO. So we're going to talk at ChatGPT, the Google versus Bing AI search war thing that's going on, and uh, how generative AI can help us do SEO better. Now, you can find Tori on the Grey Dot Company website, also on LinkedIn. Check out the links in the show notes. Can I quickly mention that Not Another Marketing Podcast is totally ad-free. Uh, I'd love it if you could give the pod a quick shout on social media. Subscribe via your favourite podcast app. You can find more episodes at jtid.co.uk forward slash podcasts. Now, the first thing I asked Tori was if she thought generative AI in the SEO world would mean bags of spam or better targeted content. Such a good question, um, to which I reply, why not both? Um, and frankly, a lot of it. I think yeah. this is an era defined by experimentation, and it's it's a little bit of the Wild West right now. We're seeing, we're seeing good and bad, and I think we're going to experience a lot of the bad in the short term, frankly. Mm. Um, so that includes spam, spam in Google, mm. spam from people just creating lots of stuff and putting it up and seeing what happens. We're already seeing spam on, say, Amazon product reviews. So yeah. that's going to be an interesting problem yeah. to tackle for them. It's badly sourced. It yeah. gives little to no citation. So even if you want to create this content, you might not inherently know where it's getting its ideas for, for you to understand where to um, give credit, even if you wanted to, right? It's also creating... Sure generative ads um, or images for political ads where we've seen with the yeah. um, the Biden administration um, saw the uh, American GOP generate a picture of a very sad looking Biden um, yeah. after they've defeated him, right? Um, so the, more, more bad. Um, and it doesn't have E. And I think that will lead to a growing problem that we're already seeing, but yeah. really, you know, putting this on a on a spike up and to the right in a very bad way where we're seeing crawled, not indexed. So mm. if Google, Google's just going to have a lot more to go through. And how, I mean, do we honestly think that Google is going to increase their budget for this in, sure. in a time where yeah, they're yeah. trying to, to save costs? So, yeah, yeah. No. So the bar raises time and time again. And I think it will be a painful period for users of Google who will have to deal with some crap while Google deal, yeah. deals with it, right? Because yeah. it's going to be a learning process for them as well. But I think eventually that might lead to some better outcomes. So yeah. in terms of the good, I think we'll see some better targeted content where in order to stand out above the noise, you have to be creative and new and better. Um, because it's easy to produce just any old content, sure. right? It, people will have to raise that bar. They'll have to explore other kind of media types now that images and text are easy. Are we going to explore media or video more? What what else is yeah, going to yeah. be out there? Yeah. Um, 
other good I've seen has been better, more accessible code. So are you trying Yes. to Yeah, do yeah, something absolutely. a little bit here Yeah. to add that? You know, my partner is actually a, a senior developer and he has been fascinated about using it because sometimes you can just pop it in there and say, where's Yeah, the yeah. bug in my Yeah, code? yeah. I've I've been using myself for, for like just just creating little tiny JavaScript routines and things which 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 would have probably only taken me I don't know, 20 minutes to do myself, but it takes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 30 seconds to do it using the AI. Yeah, and it, it lowers the bar, <laughs> which makes it more accessible for yeah. more people to do little things that improve their workflow Yeah. or, you know, that little piece of regex that helps them answer Oh, this God, question yes. that was Yeah. really important. Yeah, I mean, if anybody Um, does regex, it's a lifesaver, isn't it? Because, like, that's just yes. like a different language. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I stay away from that. Yep. And the, the one of the last things that I'm really excited about right now is really of the, the advances that will come from tools. So when Yes. your Ahrefs and your SEMrush add this into their existing functionality and the new and up and coming tools, you know, when it's based on your very own analytics, when it can find those quick wins Yeah. that you might not otherwise find quickly and easily, you know, I'm thinking of those automated tool recommendations. that are right now sort of logic based, like, oh, your title tag is too short. Yes. Um, I think it will get so much smarter and tailored Yeah. to your specific situation, which I think will be kind of a game changer for, Yeah. for getting out there Yeah. for everyone. I mean, well, the, the main reason for recording this podcast with you, I think, was because I had an email, I think it was last week, right, from a, a, an actual marketing agency. It's not some spammer from some far-flung land um, just trying to spam me. It, it was actually from a proper marketing agency with offices in London. Um, and they sent me this email, and they were willing to produce 100 articles a week of AI-generated content. They were quite upfront with it, and they said, this is AI-generated content. They were also upfront with the fact that this isn't meant to be your main content. This isn't meant to be the stuff which lasts for years. We're just going to chuck out 100 a week, right? And we're just going to try and get as much traffic as we can, as quickly as we can, and some of it might convert. Do you see much of this happening? Because it's really bad, isn't it? Yeah, I, I see that happening. Um, I see content farms who were already trying to get the cheapest content out there. Um, Yeah. I think Google will force a change there eventually through this, specifically the Crawlmon indexed, because if you can't get it out there. Now, I would say that does appear to be working today. We see Right. lots of case studies of people posting, oh, suddenly we have 70,000 articles and suddenly we're driving a tremendous amount of traffic. Um, Yes. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I, I think many people, including myself, are predicting that to do the inevitable, oh, it's going to crash later. Yeah. So if you're experimenting, if this is a, a site where you mostly just care about traffic and it's kind of a throwaway domain and you maybe if you're just selling, you know, ads or something, Yeah. maybe that is a successful tactic for you. But I think it's bad for the Internet, if I'm honest, and it's Yeah, bad for yeah, a long yeah. term business that cares Yeah. about being around in a year and two years and three years Yeah. and further. I just, I guess I don't want to participate personally in creating crap that makes people's lives worse. Yeah. And I think that's what that is. But haven't humans been creating crap for ages on the internet? They have, but think about <laughs> how quickly we can do it now. well, yeah, I suppose that's the difference, <laughs> isn't it? It's how many and how fast. yeah, it's the scale Yeah. that creates Yeah. the problem. Because there's plenty of absolute rubbish content out there everywhere, Plenty. and plenty of it. I just suppose it's the it's the speed of it. Um, how do you see folks using 
generative AI, ChatGPT, in, in like a positive way to, to kind of improve search exposure? So there's a, a few things here. Um, and this is things I'm starting to see and things I mm. hope to see more of that yeah. I'm going to be speaking to here. Um, the first is hopefully better, more meaningful accessibility. So I'm sure. talking about generating headings and alt text that are more meaningful. Yes. I think we're going to be, it's lowering the bar to doing that and period and doing that more yeah. effectively. So yeah. I'm hopeful that that will be better. You know, I, I don't want certainly the crap, lots of volume scenario, but I think frankly, we have an aging population with a lot of money and yeah. accessibility yeah. is going to become more and more critical before we know it. And we need to get those things right. And so, you know, if we want to generate a bunch of alt text as the first pass and then go through and clean it up with a human eye and then make sure it's really actually helpful to users in finding things, especially in e-commerce yeah. where you can really describe those images. And, you yeah. know, if it's that dress you're buying, describe it in sure. lots of words. Don't just say it is a blue dress, right? Talk, yeah. talk to me about the fit. Talk to me about the material. Talk to me about the size and, yeah. the, um, you know, how the sleeves fit, et cetera, et cetera. Like yeah. give me information that makes it meaningful to use Google Images to search yeah to we've, all, we've always struggled haven't we with products with products because we all we we never do the alt text on a product image I mean, hardly anybody does it and then when you come to be to, when you hire an agency or something and you and they say well we've got to do this right mm -hmm. and you've got six and a half thousand products it yes. then becomes an incredibly big job doesn't it it does and how do you make it meaningful too yeah. so it's not just oh what i did is just stick a bunch of seo keywords in there yeah. Right. That don't yeah. actually help you shop. That don't tell you anything meaningful and different. Um, that makes for a frustrating shopping experience. Yeah. Frankly. Yeah. What about things like title description, title tags, um, yes. dis meta descriptions, and things like that? Does I mean, do these really matter anymore? Because Google's rewriting the stuff itself, isn't it? They are, but from my bias, I think Google's also writing things because, frankly, SEOs can be pretty boring, myself included. You know, we're very literal. Um, I think how our brain works means we're not necessarily the brand marketer. We're not as creative. So yeah. I think this will potentially enable us to have a better, more interesting angle. And a good example here would be the Verge article with the... Um, 2023 best printer article that they put together where the the header or the sorry the title is just buy this brother's laser printer everyone has it it's fine right <laughs> yeah. it's the thing we're all thinking but it's the thing everyone was just doing the same thing over yeah. and over and over and then they're doing it slightly longer and then they're working on their eat and there's no real brand creativity and sometimes it's oh here's something different I think yeah. it'll also lead to better outlines for better content. So are people thinking through what should be in their content, what they're including there and why? Or is it, you know, thin, light, fluffy? Yeah. yeah. It might lead to better localization, which yes. I'm pretty excited yeah. about. Yeah. Um, and per perhaps less duplicate content due to like the expense being reduced. If you want to figure out a new way to say this using different words, but you need to post it over on this site versus this brand, yeah, yeah. Um, helping you do that effectively. Um, going back to the code conversation earlier, I think that's going to be meaningful in yeah. the way, you know, in improving people's processes. Um, and the, the last one I'm really excited about is supporting zero volume keyword research. Yes. So in a scenario where something is new and growing and you don't quite know the terminology because people are using it now. So your historical yeah. tools are not useful to you. And if you're just struggling to find what you want to call that, I think it's a great way to say, hey, you know, it's essentially really, really smart autocomplete. 
Yeah. So if you yeah. take that, it's going to come up with some of the variations that seem very likely based on people's logic and, you know, words that they use today. So I, I think it's a good tool in the toolbox when you're um, exploring things like yeah. that. I like how you mentioned about the rewriting of the text. I found that quite useful myself, to be honest with you. Um, I've thrown little paragraphs and little phrases in and asked it to rewrite things for me. And it's come up with something more interesting than what I, what I was trying to say yeah. anyway. But, um, but I saw an article. I can't remember who it was. I'm thinking HubSpot, but I wouldn't want to get them into trouble um, <laughs> if, it, if it wasn't them. But it, it was basically, we've analysed thousands of title tags and the ones doing the best are the ones that start with everything you need to know about... And I just, a little bit of me just disappeared, really, because I thought, I now know what I'm going to see. It's going to be tens of thousands of articles just starting with everything Everything you need to know about. about, Yeah, see, I think the problem there is that it stands out today because not a lot of people do it. And then someone does this study and announces it, and then everyone does it, and now nothing stands out. And now whoever's doing a different thing will yeah. stand out. It's like LinkedIn like, posts, isn't it? It's like the guru says, everybody's got to do a LinkedIn post like this. And then you see a billion of them. Yes. Yeah. The same thing repeated over and over. And then, yeah. So what, can you lead the curve? Can you have the courage of your convictions to yeah. do something different and special? Um, even when it's working for other people, right? Yeah. Um, or at least do it and then be done with it and move on to something else before everyone starts doing yeah, it. Yeah, I, I, I definitely recommend people just throw little sentences and just little phrases and ask it to rewrite and say, my target audience is this person, this person, mm-hmm. this type of thing, you know, this age group or something, whatever it is, and tell the AI what the what the audience is and ask, just ask them to rewrite this little phrase because it does come up with, I mean, ask you to rewrite the phrase four times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it yeah, does well, come up with ideas. Yeah, you can't think of that other word, totally. Yeah. yeah, it gives you a different perspective on on how to word things. And I think that's good. And I think for the non-wordsmiths, it's also helpful to help kind of round things out. Um, So I found it personally almost the most useful for writing personal and professional emails when I need to figure out the right way to say this, to convey the right tone, to make sure people understand what I mean. Um, I think it's actually quite useful for that. That doesn't mean I use everything it says, but... I'm having an architect an email and say, oh, I forgot that transitional sentence. Now I can include that and make sure that we're flowing better. Or that's a better word for that. I should call yes. it that. Yeah, um, yeah. You, you know. you're not necessarily copying and pasting, are you? you, you it's just sending uh, you in a different direction, which I think is, yeah. is pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. The other thing is sometimes I do it just to react to it. Because if I'm having stop, trouble starting a new piece, yeah. an email, a, a blog post, whatever it may be, um, sometimes I generate it just to have that gut reaction of like, Ew, yeah. no. And yeah. then I have something to react. Like doing something reacting is just easier than coming up with it to start. And I think it's an easy way to do that for yourself. Yeah. Um, do you see the chatbot search engine replacing the keyword? search engine because bing have taken a bit of a lead on this haven't they with their chatbot thing and google yeah. kind of like thought oh my god we've got to do something where's the bard where's the yes. bard? oh we've got uh, it here hidden away mm-hmm. do, do, do you see do you see us changing our habits and using the chatbot instead of the keyword search i think there's a lot going on here so i think search will change period mm. um i think i think it'll make a dent in it because I, I see some people successfully and some people unsuccessfully using it instead of Google. But yeah. I think the people that are most successful at it know how to know what to disbelieve 
right? We know it hallucinates, it makes up, it yes. does whatever it yeah. wants. So if you are, have a clear understanding of its limits, I think you're in a better position to leverage it and, and know its limits and to use it where it is useful and to ignore it where it's not. Um, so overall, I think politically and like in terms of mindshare, yeah, Bing is making some amazing strides. Does that mean people will actually use it? I guess time will tell, but I'm, I'm not sold on that unless they really improve kind of the rankings. Um, but on the other hand, I do see Google, again, struggling through some of this content. Um, so we'll yeah. see how well Bing and Microsoft do. Yeah. Do you think, do you think Google was caught on the hop a little bit? Oh God, yes. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that's really, really an interesting angle. Yeah. Um, Google is racing to avoid these things between catching up with TikTok. So people are maybe yes. even avoiding having to look for a local restaurant to go to because they already have a recommendation engine in TikTok. You know, that's where I see Google seeing the most pain because they're getting it from multiple angles. So I don't think the story is that AI and that these chat boxes will take over. I think it's that Google and other search engines are going to be boxed in from a lot of different directions. And that means lower market share unless they can get really, really yeah. creative. Yeah. I, I mean, one thing I, I always look at Google is Google is now becoming a proper company as such. <laughs> it's not a startup anymore. So the people who invested, the shareholders, they want to see results. They want to see returns. They want to see dividends, right? So so, so if, if the way to... Before, Google would put tons of money in R&D and their research and development and things. And I would imagine they're pulling back from that just to give the shareholders an extra couple of percent or something. And that's going to affect them later on, isn't it? Because I think there'll be a lot of folks coming up behind them who don't give a monkeys about returns just yet. And they'll take over. Yeah. And it's painful, I think, on both ends because Google hasn't innovated on their actual search no, engine no, in, in terms of their total budget, like where are they innovating, where they're making money, which is on their ad product. Yeah. And that means search has suffered. And Google's been in a position to be able to do that because no one's been close to threatening them. Yeah. And yeah. now, at least in the media and the news and like emotionally and in terms of ego, right? Like things are more threatened. And we've seen that. We've seen how they reacted with Bard um, and that blew up in their face. So to your point, yeah, they're, they're going to, they are the giant and mm. people are, they're no longer taking down the giant and, you know, people are going to take their swings at them and, and we'll see. Yeah. Do you think Bing will gain ground on, on Google? It, it might be a good thing if that happens. I sure hope so. Um, yeah. Just in terms of, you know, monopolies, um, yeah. I think it would be great to see Bing doing that. I don't, I don't know. Um I don't know that that's in Microsoft's blood. Um, I have seen, and I feel like YouTube, um, not YouTube, I'm sorry, uh, Yahoo hmm. is making some interesting strides. I've seen that they're hiring really? recently. And they're, I think they're doing it relatively quietly. So mm. I'm excited to see what they come up with. That's interesting. Yeah, I maybe, think maybe, just maybe we should it. have Alta Vista yeah. back again. Yes. Yeah, I think this is... The first time in a very long time, people are sort of openly questioning Google. Yeah. And yeah. that, I think, is a good thing for yeah, yeah, this environment because competition is important. Yeah. Do you think Google, Bing, all the search engines, do you think they're good at spotting the AI-generated content? Um, yes and no. 
Mm -hmm. I think they can spot it, but I think because of the scale at which it happens, it might be a painful process yeah. regardless yeah. because there's so much and so many domains and so many pages on those domains that they have to figure that out on. It just adds up that it's going to be painful no matter what, even if yeah. they are good at it. I think I think the, the, the attitude which I've seen Google taking taking of it is that they've got their, their we can work out what useful content is sort of algorithm. Um, and we know what people want sort of algorithm. And, yeah. and, they're, and they're trying to work out. It, it seems to be as if they're trying to work out what the AI stuff is based using that. And I'm not sure that's going to work. Yeah, I've seen a couple of really good theories around this. You mm. know, Google's been emphasizing eat for a while, yeah. probably with this in mind. Yeah. So what are the, you know, can we use schema to really pull these things together, to point to real data, to point to... I don't know, people on LinkedIn and, and show their expertise and show a data structure that these yeah. things are all related. Yeah. Um, so it, it's examples like that that I think Google has been working to try and stay ahead of this curve, yeah. but that doesn't mean it won't be painful regardless. Yeah. Oh, God. It's in, gonna, in, it's for gonna us be users like, in search it's, results. It's going to be like link building again, isn't it, back in the mid-2000s? Yeah, and I've heard interesting theories about link building becoming more important because how do you stand out in a world where oh. everyone has content? Yeah. You have more links, right? Oh. So what if it? What if we return oh. to that? And wouldn't yeah. that be terrible? Oh. But yeah, get the it, AI it, to put the links in for you. Mm-hmm. Mm, generate. Oh God, somebody will do that now, won't they? And there'll mm, be tens yes. of thousands. Yeah, not yeah, worrisome yeah. or anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is fascinating. I could chat for ages and ages about this because the AI thing fascinates me. It really does. It's it's both utterly rubbish and utterly brilliant at exactly the same time. So exactly. it'll be it'll be interesting how it goes. Um, Tori, thanks ever so much for your time. Where can we find you? Um, where, where's your website and that? You can find us by Googling The Grey Dot Company on social media. You can find us at grey.co. Fantastic. Thanks brilliant. Thanks, Tori. Appreciate it. Thanks again to Tori for her time. Don't forget to check out the links in the show notes. Give them a quick tap. If you've enjoyed the episode, you can subscribe for more on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Google. It's all over the place. Just search for Not Another Marketing Podcast. Thanks for listening.